Hello everyone, we're two girls, we're bored, and this is Suddenly Grown. We're in our last year of college, so if you're in your early 20s, finishing high school, or in college and you just want to vibe, stick around. However, if you're also significantly older and you just want to get into the minds of some 20-year-old women, but in a non-creepy way, come ahead and join us. Yeah, so welcome back. Um, In light of everything that's been going on these past few weeks, months, this entire year, our minds have been (laughs) very preoccupied, just a lot of things taking up real estate in our brains. So we wanted to change things up and talk about something that we've always thought was kind of silly, but may actually hold merit. We really don't know how we feel about it. We'll see. Yeah, I mean... We we decided to kind of experiment with the paranormal supernatural. No, that's a lie. We did like psychic. <laughs> make it sound <laughs> like we're doing like sacrifices. <laughs> no, I think um, we decided to kind of experiment with astrology, horoscopes, and like psychic readings this week, just because on, we're skeptics. You know, we like to think that we ground ourselves with realism, but in a time when there's so much uncertainty, I feel like people are grasping at spirituality or anything that makes sense of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. So I figured. Um, so we figured let's let's talk about it. And so we decided to do a bit of research, and then you know, and then I actually took a psychic reading, which I'm excited to share. Yes. Um. And we're gonna go over our horoscopes. It's gonna be. Buckets of fun. Um, It's going to be an experience. (laughs) Yes. So we invite you to listen with an open mind. I would say like we both approach this as complete skeptics and I Mm -hmm. wouldn't necessarily say we were transformed, but I do think it's fun to talk about. So yeah. And I I think even with like the psychic reading that I did, I learned a bit. I learned a bit. Like, I don't know if I can still think it's real. I feel like I have to do a couple of a couple more to really be like, all right, I believe in this. But it wasn't bad. Okay, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll talk. We're going to talk about astrology first. Personally, I'm not the one who did research on this. So you go ahead. I can. Um, I think the reason we want to talk about astrology is because this is so I'm Indian. I'm not Hindu, but I, it's astrology is very big in Hinduism, and uh, there are definitely cultural aspects to astrology. It's been uh, practice. It's been in use and studied with a lot of different cultures around the world, actually. And I was interested to see kind of what the origin story was, and we learned that actually, so Western astrology goes back to like 2300 BCE, like back from ancient Mesopotamia. And it made its way to ancient Greece by like 600 BCE, so like the beginning of the classical era, but it didn't actually become popular in Western culture until the Hellenistic era as we see it today. And from that last sentence, in case you couldn't tell from me using BCE in the classical era, I took AP (laughs) world history, and I think this is the one and only time I have flexed that, so yes. So... Um, so, like, okay, so when you're talking the Hellenistic era, what time period was that? Yeah, so the Hellenistic era is actually, um, it covers a period of history in the Mediterranean, and it's between mm. the death of Alexander the Great, which was, like, 300 BCE, um, and the emergence of the Roman Empire, which is sometime around the year zero, I want to say a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. So astrology, this is basically like the stars reading mm-hmm. what's happening in the in the yeah, moons and the stars and everything. So how it's like, the planets and where they are in relation to you, 
how that's affecting you. So there's different types of astrology, actually. There's Western astrology, which is what we see with the 12 signs, with like the Aries, the Cancer. Oh, that's, okay, that's astrology. that's Western astrology. And that is typically, it's your house, your planet, your god, your element, your mode, and your polarity. It's all based Mm. on astrological symbols and the meanings that they Mm -hmm. represent. And then Mm -hmm. there's also Chinese philosophy, um, which like Confucianism, Taoism. Yes. So China, <laughs> Confucianism and Taoism were a product of Chinese philosophy, but Chinese astrology actually takes a lot of elements from traditional Chinese astronomy, but then it adds another element to it, like calendars, which is very unique because no other ast- uh, astrological practice within the world does that, at least that I know of. Is this where we get our rabbits? The year of the rabbit, the year of the mm-hmm. dog, the year of the... Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I always that's thought it was cool. dumb I'm... that I was the year of the hare. I didn't really... I, th- I thought rabbits are kind of stupid, so... Rabbits are kind of wimpy, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of symbolism, I guess, you get from it. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I just... In a way, I feel like that's, like, the original forms of religion, right? Could you consider astrology a form of religion and an early form of it, though? I don't necessarily know... If it's a form of religion, I feel like it could be a form of giving, not necessarily giving purpose, but explaining life, which is a lot of what religion is. Religion does, yeah. It gives you examples or it gives you reasons for why things are the way they are. But I feel like Mm -hmm. also with astrology comes this sense of, it comes comes this lack of agency. You feel like you humans lack autonomy because if everything's written in the stars, then like what is your purpose? Mm. Are you actually making these purpose? decisions or are you making these decisions because they're predestined for you? Well, I mean, you can make the same argument about the way that Christians look at God, you know, God having a plan for you. I've always found that really interesting because in Christianity, we're like God gave us free will, but at the same time, he has a plan for us, mm-hmm. you know? So I think... You know, you, those, you have these two contrasting ideas, but still people f- are able to use it in different in different contexts and it makes sense for them. So I feel like I don't think you can remove human agency with the predis- predestined whatever. Yeah. I think um, the reason that astrology appealed to me actually is because there is this culture in India. Um, not everyone uh, mm-hmm. uh, subscribes to this, obviously, but um, there's this idea that Uh, so there are priests who specialize in reading your birth chart and your birth chart is based off of where the planets and stars were so that's like when you were born and then that Mm -hmm. basically will determine everything in your life so like your compatibility with another human being when you should get married when you're going to be successful how long you should live with your Mm. parents literally like insert problem here and they're actually my sister mocks this one uh, this one guy. He mm-hmm. claims to focus on astrology and numerology. Mm-hmm. And he literally advertises on TV. He's like, are you having problems at work, in your marriage, with your family? <laughs> you can't conceive? Call me at, at like, it's like a 1-800 number. <laughs> yeah, it's always a 1-800 number. <laughs> and we can talk about it. But yeah. I feel... I feel like, in a way, they act as therapists, though. Because they help you reason out Okay, we'll talk about like my experience like with psychic the psychic reading I did. But yeah, I feel like we'll talk about that later. Ties very closely into horoscopes, and I feel like let's talk about Western astrology because mm-hmm. I feel like that stuff is what it's like. You know, like the Visco girls, they like they're like, oh my god, I did this because I'm a Leo. 
Yeah, okay, what is that? Okay, be first, I don't understand Capricorns, everybody hates Pisces. Well, I don't I don't I don't know anything about mm-hmm. astrology. I don't understand what Mer- Mercury in retrograde means. Can it's do you know what that means? So it's like this Is it about to blow up? No, no, no. It, it's like, a thing <laughs> that can happen. So when Mercury is uh-huh. in retrograde basically the PMS first of all, you can use it as an excuse for pretty much anything is what I've so, learned. So it's like it's like the astrology version of PMSing. Yeah. I'm just having yeah. a PM like okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, except like Mercury Mercury does actually have to be in retrograde for you to But what does that mean? What does retrograding mean? Well, I don't know. Is that, Do you know? Is that like I, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I don't know what is it like It's a the scientific? motion of a planet directly opposite to that of other bodies within its system. So I just Googled that. So basically it means huh. Mercury's moving against all the other bodies and Plan- so oh. probably against all the other planets and stars but what's okay. your experience with horoscopes because i feel like for me i literally i scoffed this idea never looked at my horoscope literally did not know anything besides the fact that i was an aries until freshman year my poli sci study group and i it was these two other girls and me they were both super into this stuff like for fun one of them i think she actually believed in this stuff which is fine like power to her and so they like made my birth chart they we were literally supposed to be studying for a midterm and the ways we i'd rather make a birth chart so she made my birth chart and we she taught me what everything meant but this also means that up until like for two three years solidly in college i only knew our three signs and what the characteristics of those three signs were because we were a scorpio a cancer and aries so i only Mm -hmm. knew the characteristics of those three signs like i literally could not tell you whatever about the rest <laughs> so my experience with horoscopes is a bit different i don't even know when i like when i realized that like horoscopes were a thing but in middle school i remember knowing that i was a cancer because i kept looking it up or whatever but you're and, not a cancer though but that's they tell me i'm a cancer so i would just be like cancer who do i end up need to be with because it like uh-huh. horoscope.com will be yeah. like your romantic life and everything and of course as like a 13 year old 12 year old 13 year old girl that's all you care about even though i wasn't about to date nobody but mm-hmm. i went and i would be like oh i'm supposed to be with- i've forgotten who i'm supposed to be with i've forgotten that but that's I still get emails from horoscope.com because I was I kind that. of stupid and put in my email for a lot of random things and Dude, I've been using this email since I was 10 was years old. Sketchy. Well, they've had my email for what 10 plus years now okay. <laughs> and they've done nothing with it. But Okay, but like do like, you vibe with your sign though? So, okay. So, this is what I have as a Cancer. As a Cancer, my strength is I'm very tenacious. I'm highly imaginative. I'm loyal, emotional, sympathetic, and persuasive. A weakness of mine is that I'm moody, pessimistic, suspicious, manipulative, and insecure. So, I'm here like, okay, I don't think I'm very insecure. I don't think I'm very manipulative. Honestly, I kind of just let people do what they do. I don't try to manipulate situations too hard. I think like, I've rising, lost the energy to do that. Your rising sign makes more sense for you. What's a rising sign? Okay, so if you were, if I made your birth what chart What is earlier, a rising sign? Wait, oh, no. Oh, really? I will explain. I made your birth chart earlier. Um, your co-star, I made you a co-star also, and it's now linked to my email, so sorry about that. <laughs> but I love how you think I understand half of the things that just came out of your mouth. Your rising star is going to be, this is 
first of all, I'd like to preface this. This is entirely a product of me having roommates and friends that are super into this stuff. And I just kind of had to ignore them when they were having these conversations or drink the Kool-Aid. So... Take that back. <laughs> you drank the horoscope Kool-Aid. <laughs> the astrology. I just had Kool-Aid. to like learn what they were talking about. And it's like fun. I, I wouldn't say I like believe in this stuff, but I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's more fun for me because my personality matches that of my sign. I'm an Aries, and Aries mm-hmm. are supposed to be where let's see. My likes are I take on leadership roles, I like physical challenges, and I'm very into I'm very individual and I have a lot of opinions, which is absolutely Mm -hmm. true. And my dislikes are inactivity, delays, and work that doesn't use one's talent, which I absolutely agree with. And it says my Mm. my weaknesses are that I'm impatient, moody, and short-tempered. Damn. They actually got you perfectly. Yeah. They got you perfectly. It's interesting. The only thing about my horoscope that they got right were two things. My water sign, because you know how much I love water. So I don't know how to swim, but You're Poseidon a, is my favorite god, so and I'm a water bender. Cancer is a water sign. You're you don't have a water sign. Cancer just is a water sign. Like so I am water. Is a fire sign. I am water. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, that's the one thing Back that is to right. What I was telling you about your rising star. So your rising star or your ascendant is basically how you. It's like your social. Um, it's your demeanor when you interact with others. So this is like how other people perceive mm. you. It's the persona mm. that you take on when you're interacting with other people. So your rising star is an Aquarius. And they And what is an Aquarius? So they like fun with friends, helping others, fighting mm-hmm. for causes, intellectual conversation, and a good mm. listener. And mm. their dislikes okay. are limitations, dull or boring situations, and people who disagree with them. <laughs> I can handle disagreements, uh-huh. respectful ones. <laughs> I'm getting and better your at this. Honestly, are running from emotional expression, being temperamental, and being a little bit uncompromising. I can compromise. The other uh-huh. ones, I can. I can. I, I am but you're learning. also progressive, original, independent, and humanitarian. So I feel like your rising sign huh. kind of fits you very well. More than my actual sign. Maybe mm-hmm. like this is just my. Per- okay, so. <laughs> my cancer likes apparently i like art which is true home-based hobbies okay. oh, fear <clears throat> relaxing near the water helping loved ones a good meal with friends which is also true mm-hmm. my dislikes are strangers yeah you know what i've watched enough criminal minds to not like strangers any criticism of mom and i'm like what does that mean and revealing of my personal life which is kind of true so it's like yeah. i don't think they get any of my strengths and weaknesses but they got my likes and dislikes right yeah but- it's really interesting because my sister is also an aries but she's a cancer mm-hmm. to the t like she mm. yeah your sister is a cancer she is like- my sister is a cancer can mm-hmm. you imagine my sister as a cancer oh actually, yeah no my- your sister's actually like probably not a cancer i like i she right. doesn't fit the personality of a cancer like my sister she really birthday is birthdays the day before mine so she is definitely an aries but she has a cancer personality guess what my rising star like my rising sign is it's not a cancer that's for sure Mm-mm. is it a pisces it's a scorpio capricorn what's a okay nobody likes those right scorpios are like the most intense ones you're when not very I- intense 
when I, when they found out, like, when uh, my poli-sci study group, when they found out, like, when they made my birth chart and they were like, oh, you're an Aries with a Scorpio rising, they, like, literally the first thing they said, they were like, you're that, they're like, so you must be a very intense person. This, mind you, this was before I actually knew them, before we became friends. They were like, I don't so feel you must like, be an intense person. I don't feel like you present as intense when you first meet someone. Like, I think that, nah. like, if anything... In high school, I was more of, like, a Scorpio rising than I am yeah. now. I've, like, tempered off a bit, you know. I think in the last couple of years, we've chilled out. That is the thing about we... your rising star, though. It starts to go away as you get older because mm. you stop being fake. <laughs> Ooh, that's totally fair. That's Actually, totally no, fair, that's cause... my justification for it. But, like, or, or what I've read that is just... that it goes away as you get older. Maybe it's not that you stop being fake, but you just start being more authentic and true to yourself, you know? So you stop being fake. S- Okay, let's be nice about it. Like, when <laughs> when I was in high school, I feel... And I think everybody in high school does this. They try to fit in with the majority. And mm-hmm. so you do things, you pick up things that you don't really love because you want to fit in. And then when you get to college, you have the opportunity to... Re- Some people do a total rebranding of themselves. Yeah. I didn't really do too much for branding. I felt like college was a really good thing for my maturity and my personal growth. And, Absolutely. like, I... Like, something that I notice about myself, I'm calmer now, and I understand, like, I'm more understanding of people than I was mm-hmm. in high school, because I really felt like I was a judgmental biatch in high school compared to now. Yes. I think I gained empathy and mm-hmm. patience. Those are probably the two I still ain't got things. none. I got still patience, got that but that's one. just because I took on a customer service job in I, I have... I- I have had customer service job. I still don't have patience. Yeah, no. The problem is, like, I work a customer service job in an office setting, so I can't, like, I have to present professionally. And so I really, like, some of these people really testing my, are really testing my patience, but I have no job, no choice but to be empathetic and be as helpful as possible. Except for people that especially piss me off. In that case, I will be intentionally unhelpful. So I had a parking, so my customer service job went before the pandemic was like I was in parking ops and literally the only thing I can flex is that I know all of the parking locations, when I can park for free and where not to get caught if I park without That's paying. That's important because parking on <laughs> campus for a day comes out to like what, $70? Mm-mm, you're, it's a lie. 18 as of next year, $20. They're upping it. When we started, when we started, it was $15 and they're upping it to $20 soon. I was in the meetings that they were like, yeah, yeah, we're thinking of upping parking costs. I was like, what? Mind you, we go to a public university. Right. And you know, our friend who goes to school in Oregon, she pays like uh, like less than 100 for the semester or something. When I'm reading or watching television and there are college students who have their car on campus, I'm literally like, I could never, I would literally go broke i'm pretty sure if you are someone who lives in the dorms and wants to have your car on campus you have to pay a few thousand dollars to get a pass for the year like i it, it would be so convenient it would be so nice if i had my car on campus because there's i don't there's no, no use so i would love to have it there so i could come and go as i please mm-hmm. so i could go visit my parents whenever i wanted we don't but. live in a college town Nope. That's the thing. We don't live in a place where, like, we live, live, or we don't go to school in a college town. Our school is smack in the middle of a city, mm-hmm. you know? So there isn't a lot of, like, ability to do stuff. Like, I, if we went to a school in Indiana, for example, I'm sure they all have their cars there. Yo, don't be, don't, don't be dissing the people in Indiana. 
I'm not dissing any Indianians, Indiana please, and in India. I'm not dissing people in India. I just I feel like like I have a like someone I TA'd with. He went to school in Indiana, mm-hmm. and like they he was in a legit college town, so we, they had the cars oh, and everything, and they school lived in a different. Indiana. One of our friends literally goes to school in Portland and pays less than we do. That's true. I don't even know. I don't have an excuse for that. Yeah, but we really okay, we, like we literally nothing. We just went tangent back um, to the horoscopes do you want to read our horoscope. horoscope for the day mm, yeah do you have okay. mine yes i can pull up yours as well so let's do you can pick specific to what type of horoscope you want but i think i'm just going to read my general horoscope so we'll read it for today it says for mm-hmm. me It says, in an attempt to make things less difficult and wrap them up in a shiny paper, you have lost Mm -hmm. some integrity, and it is time to take it back. Nothing good will Mm. come out of disrespect of any kind. Interesting. Okay. All right, then. Let's read my love and sex one. You ain't got none of that. (laughs) Aries is a fire sign. And the need to take initiative when it comes to romance. When they fall in love, they will express their feelings to the person they are in love with without even giving it a considerable thought. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a, such a lie. You want to be pursued. That's such a lie. I don't want to be pursued. That's such a I'm just emotionally, un- oh my too God. emotionally unavailable you, for that statement. You are, you, are not, you are not the person to just be like, yes, let me just bear out my my heart to you you're so reserved it's not even that's such a lie Aries in love may shower their loved one with affection and sometimes even excess of it forgetting to check the information they get in return that's also a lie how many times have you punched me for trying to give you a hug you don't do i mean now you've become i've become more of a hugger now except because of covid they're very select i think i can count on two hands the number of people i would let hug me do you remember that girl you saw at costco who tried to hug you oh my god oh my god God, I worked, I I was in a student organization with this girl last year. We met, we met when we were both freshmen. Mm -hmm. We're not necessarily friends. We just worked together for a year. And she's Mm -hmm. kind of like, she gives me fake sorority girl vibes. Probably because she is a sorority girl and she wears acrylic. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not speaking to her character. She's, she's fine. I just, I met her. At the grocery store while I was shopping, she saw me. She was like, oh, my God, it's you. And she was like, I did not expect to see you here. And I was, like, shopping at the grocery store in my hometown. Ooh. Um, yeah, you – I really, like, can't believe I showed up here. And she just gave me a hug in the middle of the store when all of the suburban women were staring at us. Like, what are, what are they doing? What are you doing? Yeah. God, that's disgusting. I can't – can you imagine that this is what I, this is my, like, um, reaction to a hug right now? Oh, my God, how disgusting. Well, Even I mean, though that was I always was, my reaction, so. That was always your reaction. That was never my reaction. I love hugs. I love physical in- intimacy. That's, like, I've become less, less of a, a per- touchy person, but I used to really, really like hugs. But, so, tell me, as a cancer, what good things are coming to me today? Yes, okay, but before we continue... My, my opposing sign is Libra, the sign of relating tact and diplomacy. Huh. You're not very confrontational, so I don't understand why. I'm a very confrontational so angry. person. What are you? Who are you? Who have you been? Best not professionally. With? Not professionally. You keep that in. I mean, not like in I'm not like confrontational when it doesn't call for. Like if I'm being wronged, I will be confrontational. But if it's there. 
And, and when was the last time you were wrong, severely wrong? You had to write the email. Hmm? When well, were you wrong? Yeah, yeah in your family. Yeah, that's <laughs> in my family. I'm plenty confrontational. I am a plenty confrontational person. It's just the person I will end up with will be diplomatic, which is necessary because I have a lot of opinions. Y'all are gonna blow the house up as you yes. marry another version of you. Hmm? Okay, so your your horoscope. Balance can be found, but it won't come easy today. You need more essence to your routine instead of swiftly rushing through daily matters. Slow down and move only one step at a time. Enjoy every moment. You know, I'm kind of creeped out. This is the thing I've been getting for this entire year. Slow down, take your time, relax. What what okay, what is so that's it? Also Are all so cancers in general? I know it's so general, but it's one thing when you hear it from the psychic and you hear it from your horoscope and you be hearing it from everybody else. Yeah. Okay, it's so there's a, a bit... section called How to Attract the Cancer Woman. Okay, how, to, how would you get me? Gentlemen, Tell take me. notes. Uh-huh, this is okay. how to attract. This is how to attract this lovely cancer. Cancer mm-hmm. personality can be quite complicated, but deep inside they are home-loving and conservative people. <laughs> A cancer Uh, woman is vulnerable, emotional, and not likely to quickly fall in love. Once her trust is earned, she will be passionate and loyal. In order to seduce her, one has to be (coughs) protective and make the first move, respecting her need to be treated like a lady. I mean, that part's not so far from the truth. I mean, but what person doesn't want to be treated with respect? (laughs) (laughs) No! <laughs> the Capricorn woman, she just wants to be beat around. She don't want no respect. <laughs> a woman doesn't want to be treated with respect. Oh, okay, I guess romantic and ready to love. This woman needs a romantic partner who believes in love while also in tune with her unspoken feelings. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> But you know what? Like we're, I'm really excited about here though. What? It's not even about. It's not even about the horoscope. It's about this psychic reading that I did. You guys. <laughs> so originally we were gonna do like tarot cards, just because I've always been interested in how they worked and, like, you know, like what meaning you're supposed to derive from it. But then I done goofed, and so it turned into like a psychic thing instead. So um, psychics have been around for forever as i'm pretty sure as long as humans were able to conceptualize what happened around them psychics has been there especially when you think about like in greek mythology or even in um roman mythology they were oars and seers mm-hmm. and so, like in the greek word for psychic is uh what psychokalesis no psychikos <laughs> psychikos which means um the mind or mental and then a lot of people don't know the difference between a psychic and a medium, but a medium is like the juju, the spirit. They're spe- the talking undead. to dead people, right? They're talking to dead people. Basically, they can like they I'm are such a, skeptic, a medium through but which mediums freak me out. You see, <clears throat> because there's a prevailing belief of witchcraft in my upbringing and a lot of like African, African Caribbean, African American like households, I don't mess with the paranormal. I just don't Dude, touch it. I, just, I respect it. <laughs> I am a skeptic about everything, but I just, just in case there's a small chance that one of these things is true, I'm just going to avoid all the witchy juju. <laughs> fair. That's totally fair. 
But um, one thing that's always interested me, though, is that all the psychics, the tarot readers, the seers, the mediums, they're always women. And I don't know what it is, but I was like trying to do research in this and people were like, oh, it's because women are more likely to believe in nonsense or women are more likely to believe in the supernatural. And I'm like, no, I feel like I don't think so. It has a history of being associated with power, though, because usually Mm -hmm. psychics or oracles, they're revered within society or exactly people society scared of them either way like they have they hold a certain power over society Mm -hmm. i mean they're the ones that um rulers go to when they want they need consultation and they need advice on where to go next so i don't i don't understand what it is about you say that like Like the queen of england is consulting a psychic she probably is (laughs) there's an in-house psychic that she's probably referring to (laughs) Um, but so in order to kind of like feel like this experience because the only experience that i've ever had with psychics is um tv and popular media and obviously none of that is i imagine a lady in a turban with a crystal ball and with um a lot of bangles and jewelry and flowy clothing or i I don't even know why i'm saying or i imagine the the psychic lady from harry potter the divination teacher Oh, I don't even think about her. Madame Trelawney yeah, she was nuts, or whatever though. her name yeah. was. Yeah. She was cuckoo. Hermione didn't <laughs> yes, like her. because apparently <laughs> Hermione didn't know how to in- get in touch with her inner eye or whatever. But, okay. So, it's a bit harder to get a psychic reading than I thought. There were a couple of places, because I didn't want to get robbed. Because I, be- <laughs> I didn't want to get robbed. So, um, there was Psychic Source, and there was Keen. So, originally, I signed up on Psychic Source, and it was like... 10 minutes for like a 10 or 15 minute consultation. I very cool. 10 minutes Except, for 10 or 15 minute consultation? Yeah. 10 10 minutes. $10, $10, $10 for sorry. And I tried paying and it literally wouldn't take my PayPal, PayPal or my card or anything. I called customer service two times. And both times they were like, "Um, yeah, your IP address, it wasn't just I don't know what they were talking about. My IP address wasn't working or something, and so they weren't able to process my payment. And I'm like, if you guys were psychics, y'all should have known that my IP address wouldn't have worked. But I was shocked whatever. that the woman said they had 250 psychics. Mm-hmm. I was like, American capitalize on anything. Oh, they really will. But um, so after like a lot of trying, I decided to just deactivate my account with Psychic Source because I just felt like it was too sketchy for me to continue. So I went, even though I really wanted to go um, talk to this black psychic, but whatever. Then I did uh, Keen and Keen was, their intro offer is $1.99 for 10 minutes. I was like, all right, cool, much cheaper. And it was very fast to sign up for it. And so I forgot the name of the psychic that I got. It was, but, no, 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 I um, remember. I was listening in on this conversation. It was something full, some, senseful, some, snowfall, g- snowfell. Snowfell, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was snowfell. She had like a rose as her, um, she sounded like an old, honestly, she sounded like an old white lady. I don't know. She how sounded like she smoked a pack a day. <laughs> but kind of like a, I don't even know how to describe the vibe that I got from her, but I went in kind of skeptical, but I tried to have an open mind. But she started by not being able to say my name, and I was fine, you know, no one ever ever wants to say my name. And then she kept asking me to pick a number between one and five, and she's like, one, pick one between one and five with feeling, with your feeling, with your feeling. And I'm like, what is she trying to do? But um, 
I kind of wrote down what she got wrong, what got what she got right, slash what I found was interesting. So um, at some point, she was like, oh, I, th- I sense artistic powers with you. Or like, she, she kind of hinted at art, that I was interested in philosophy and whatnot. And I was like, I guess, yeah, I am. I do do art, I, watercolor, gouache. And I am kind of working on a story right now. So, and then um, she, but I really felt like, the conversation got more pointed because I gave her more responses, right? Mm -hmm. Because in the first, like, five minutes, she didn't know what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. And then at some point I realized, she was like, yeah, you know, since this is a general reading, I can't, um, I can't make a lot of, like, solid claims of your life and so i was like all right fine talk to me about marriage like i'm interested in seeing if i'm gonna get married and then and then it was crazy from there <laughs> because she, she I, I gave her my significant other's name and she was like oh i sent something i sent something and she was like she says that um i might have problems with his family or something because his he's very close to his family and he leans on them for advice which is he's close to them but he doesn't refer to them for advice but then he was like yeah don't be surprised if one day you come home and your house is rearranged because your mother-in-law or sister-in-law has just redid your redid your house and i could not just knowing his sister and knowing like how his mother is i don't that's not a thing that would happen it just dude i could see them doing that not his sister but i could see his mom doing something like that you can't it's brown mm-hmm. like a brown mom in general doing something like that mm-hmm but his mom, I feel like his I don't mom know about would his do something mom, like though. that. Because his not. mom, okay, then again, his mom seems like a very sweet woman. But then again, she doesn't know who's trying to get with her son. So that's probably <laughs> that, maybe that dynamic is completely different. Um, and then she talked about how he might be worried about an inheritance that he's supposed to get from his family. And then this is what killed me. She basically said, you know, he seems like a very hardworking, workaholic dude. And I was like... Okay, she got all of that from the stereotype of men that work in IT, though, because you told her yeah. he works in IT. No, he said she said he was a workaholic before I said he worked in IT. Oh, did he? Re- okay. Never mind. But, the, but the thing that's really funny is the moment 5 o'clock hits, you know what this boy is doing? He's oh, he's video done. Games. He's playing video games. He's done. He is done. So I was like, I don't it's see not- your partner as a workaholic at all. No. He works very hard, but he's not about to push himself to exhaustion. Mm-hmm. He, he has a very hard. decent work-life balance, and like he respect, he values his work-life balance. What is and that so I was like? like? What do you mean? What is what's it like to have work-life balance? I have no idea because I'm, I'm never going to have it. Spending 15 hours a week <laughs> on an unpaid internship, right? I just came from lab today where I was doing data entry for six hours. So yeah, I don't know what that's like. My boss literally works on the East Coast, and she was like, "This morning we had to send recruitment emails," and she was like, "Hey, do you want? To, can you help me?" Like she emailed, she emailed me at 7:30, and I was like, "Yeah, I can hop on a call at 8 8 a.m." I was on a Zoom call, sat on that Zoom call for four hours because we were oh doing like compiling data lists and sending emails. Oh my god. I think I sent fifteen hundred emails today, unpaid. Ugh, unpaid. Yeah, but um, and then okay, this is what she said that almost killed me. She said, "You know, your man, um, since he's such a workaholic, he might not be home. He sees you as an investment. If he spends time for him, time equals money. Oh yeah, and so, <laughs> and so if he spends time with you, it means he values you. And I was like, Are you just trying to gas me up? I don't know what that." <laughs> 
is meant for but all right lady and then before i could you know have her explain what she was talking about the call ended it was the most like it I don't know if you know how I felt. We were having a conversation and then Keen was like, your call, your 10 minutes is up. <laughs> Would you like to add more time for one minute, $15.99, for five minutes, $30.99, for another 10 minutes, $60.99? I was like, goodbye. <laughs> There's no way I'm paying you $4 a minute or however much they were trying to charge for a vague psychic reading. But overall, I didn't hate it. You know, yeah. it was just, it was funsies. It was fun to listen to. I still would it consider really myself a skeptic, but I mean, if you want to believe in this, go for it. I would say maybe don't. I need, okay, I feel stupid saying this, but I need proof or not even proof. I just, I don't, I don't know. think, I think it's just, I don't think, I think I'm ever going to get can... to a point where I'll believe in psychic readings. And that's fine, but I think it acts as for some people, religion is like what, how, how, or why would they believe in it? You know, mm-hmm. because believing is something in the absence of uh, evidence is faith. Yeah. So there are some people who weren't raised religious, religious, and they see Christians, they see Muslims, Jews, like Hindus, and everybody else. They're like, mm, that's a good point. What type of Kool Aid? Yeah. So you see this as the weird Kool Aid, but my ma'am, you are sick, and that you. Some people might see your Kool Aid and be like, I don't know if I want to drink that spicy Kool Aid over there. So, <laughs> so at least your Kool Aid is spicy. <laughs> I don't think Kool Aid is meant to be spicy. I don't. I've never had Kool Aid like in my life. But um, I think it's just a matter of perspective and how you were raised and like what type of spirituality you want to go about it because yeah. like okay. I do think that spirituality is a thing. Like, I do I do believe that, like, you can be more in touch with your body and your environment. I just don't... I think that, like, psychic readings, tarot cards, astrology, monotheistic, polytheistic religion, animist, animalistic things, like, all of those are just humans trying to get more connected to their environments. Absolutely. And it's just done differently, you know? But mm-hmm. it all has the same goal. Yeah, absolutely. No, humans strive to derive meaning from their surroundings and to answer the question like what does it all mean like they it is the most basic human tendency to want to explain everything and that's how myths came about that's how astrology numerology all of this came about is some it's so that humans can get some iota of control over their surroundings which is totally so they fair. feel like they're prepared to to mm-hmm go into life and i feel like that's absolutely fair if this is what what it takes and i think i think there's a bit of a beauty in it right because when you rely on a religion or when you rely on a um, a manner of thinking or a philosophy it brings more color to your life i think because sometimes it feels like we're going through our day-to-day life without purpose like what is this life meant for we're here in the u.s working making money and then we die but when you include um religious teaching when you include morality include something else it brings more meaning to your life and purpose and i think also that is what keeps some of us sane so i definitely understand the importance of spirituality, the importance of religion and even like psychic readings, astrology and whatever Mm -hmm. in people's lives. I think a lot of it isn't even, it's not even adding spice, (laughs) quote unquote spice (laughs) to your life. 
Um, I think life, the reason we strive to give it some sort of meaning, to ascribe some sort of meaning to our life is because like what what is it all for like what is the purpose of life mm-hmm. why are we going on living why do we want to be successful if we don't if there's no meaning behind it right so which isn't is that why. the million dollar question though like why do we live like why are we here why is it are we yeah, just like getting is it just a game <laughs> i think <laughs> it's just a game here you and i we talk about how we hate philosophy all the time so i think that is that is the end <laughs> of me being being open-minded for the day <laughs> No, we are always going to strive to be open-minded, but this is the end of us diving deep into, like, astrology yes. and stuff for now. I think the next stop is to actually get a tarot card reading. Um, if I want an in-person one. I want an in-person psychic, psychic we gotta reading go and an in-person tarot card reading. When we go to Mardi Gras in... Absolutely. We gotta get a tarot card reading, except I feel like mm-hmm. that's such a touristy thing to do, to go to Mardi Gras and get your tarot cards read. I don't care. What if we go to Louisiana... During another time when it's not Mardi Gras, we get a tarot card reading. It's okay. off season. Well, yeah. we just got to go before it sinks because it's going to be underwater soon. So PSA for the day, just educate yourself on climate change. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All okay. right, guys. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to us today. Yeah. Thank you for lending us your ears and have a lovely rest of your day.